The rules of retail are changing. One by one, corporate retailers are closing their doors and some call it the death of retail. But those rules never apply to independent retailers like us. We're writing our own rules. We're here to answer the questions about how to grow your business, stay competitive, and still have a life. I'm Josh Orr, and this is the Retail Initiative Podcast. Hey, welcome to today's episode of Retail Initiative. Today, I'm really excited. I have my friend, Crystal from Crystal Media. Welcome, Crystal. Hello. Thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure to be with you. And I love all that. You have so much cool stuff going on right now. and I can't wait to get into it. Um, but I just love all the stuff that you're doing. And so I, anyway, there's so much going on right now in the retail community. I'd love to know kind of your thoughts on like, what do you see going on in the retail world? Like the holidays, but also just, I feel like 2022 has been a like, we thought 2020 was a big deal in retail, but I think 2022 has been like turned in, turned it on its head. So like, what have you seen this year? Well, it's funny, Pauline, my COO, who you also know, and I were just having this conversation. I think it was yesterday. And um, it's funny because it's, I'm going to go pretty basic actually, because where, where we are, like, I don't know, two, even two and a half years ago, we were still in this place, like before COVID really, where we would have to convince people why social media worked for their store. There was still that convincing. That was a big part of my job um, and has been all these years. And then when COVID happened, it was like, people finally got it. It was like, I need to be able to connect to my customers with my store being shut and people saw results. And so then it was like, once you see that something's working, you become more of a believer, you start using it more and you go all in. But then when people's stores open back up, we were trying to juggle, okay, now I have to do everything in my store while maintaining my online presence and this audience that I built. And there's this feeling of like always feeling like you're behind and just trying to catch up. And so um, we love that we don't have to convince the retailer anymore. But what I am finding now is that it's still for a lot of people, not everybody, it's still not a priority. And we think that happens for two reasons. One, because of time, of course, we work with the busiest people in the world. <laughs> like retailers have so much going on. They're, they're seriously the busiest people. So getting to your social media feels like this daunting task. It's back burner. It's really hard to get to. So that's one reason that it's not a priority. And then second is fear. We work with a lot of people who have fear. This can show up in a couple of different ways. Fear of the actual technology itself of doing something wrong. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't want to mess up. So I just don't even try or fear of putting ourselves out there of being seen, of what people are going to think. What if I mess up all the things? And so we really hold ourselves back there too. We've worked with a lot of retailers to help push them to show up and in their videos and in their photos. And it's amazing. You know, I struggle with this myself, like of putting myself out there. And what's amazing though, is when our retailers push through that discomfort and they see the results of their customers being like, it's so good to see you. And they're coming into the store and they're saying, I watched the live, like I loved it. 
they just see these results that they couldn't have imagined if they didn't push past that discomfort. So what we're really seeing now is it's like, okay, we know we need to use it. We don't need to convince anymore, but really creating and making it a priority in your marketing. So you can continue to connect because it is one of the best ways to market your store. Yeah. And I guess one thing I did not do that I should have done, because you you went straight to social, which no surprise, but I'm kind of assuming people know who you are, but I, some people don't. <laughs> uh, and I would love to explain Crystal Media. And I think I could maybe give a good sales pitch if I needed to. Uh, but like, tell, tell me, like, wh- who is Crystal Media? What do you do for people? Because I think that'll help frame some of what you just said and help it land a little bit more. Totally. Yes. Okay. So I'm Crystal Vilkaitis. I've been in the social media industry for over 15 years. I started Crystal Media 10 years ago to help independent retailers market their store on social media. It's an industry that is changing all the time and it's hard to keep up with, know what works for your store. And so that's exactly what my team and I do at Crystal Media, exclusive to independent retailers. Yeah. I love that, which I should say, Um, and I hate that this story is not specifically you, but like when we met the first time we met, which I don't even know if you remember was in Las Vegas. And I was invited by a software that I used to work with to like, just join them at their booth. Um, but what was cool is that Paul Erickson was speaking. And I say that I have like these two four minute mile moments. One was the boutique summit, seeing what Ashley Alderson had built and being like, oh my gosh, like the impact someone could make. But at the event where we met was Paul Erickson. And I that was the first time I had seen someone talk about retail. And I was like, this isn't boring. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, like what's possible? And that was when I was like, I'm going to start speaking. And it wasn't until that that I even saw it as possible. And that's when we met. So yep. if Paul's listening, I just wanted to give him a quick shout out. So social. Yeah. And so what I've loved about Crystal and her business is, as you guys know, like my agency, we're focused on helping brick and mortar retailers that are wanting to not just serve in store, but, and not even just have like a website that represents their store, but really serve their customers everywhere. And so what's been really cool has been like Crystal embodies that in a lot of ways because of the way that she's pushing people to not just like find new people on social, but even serve through social media and reach a new audience there. And so because we both serve identical markets, uh, even if we didn't want to, I feel like we're just going to see each other at all the same conferences and all the same events. Luckily, I really like you. And so it, (laughs) it works out. Um, Yeah. yeah, So, um, so what if 2022 really showed like, okay, social media was not a 2020 thing. And, and I think most of my audience is pretty engaged in social going into 2023. Where do you see people like really needing to place their focus that might be different than 2019, 2018. And so for sure it is, it is very different. Um, there's so many changes. And as we all experience, these apps are constantly adding new features and taking away things. And so there's kind of like micro things that are happening in the background, but the big focus for 2023 that I am like screaming from the rooftops is short form video content, which would mean Instagram reels and TikToks. Now, 
these are not brand new. We've had this type of content for several years. In 2020, I was talking a lot about TikToks and there was a lot of pushback about it. People did not want to be on the app. They thought it was just for kids. It's just, I'm going to have to dance. I don't want to dance. Like everybody had these opinions about it. And then 2021, it starts, I think it was the most downloaded app ever, like breaking records, just like explosive, explosive growth. And now, 2022. I mean, this is a place where people are turning for their entertainment, their news. Me personally, my phone screen time has increased and TV time has decreased because I'm watching a lot less shows and movies because I'm getting my entertainment from TikTok. It's great because it's short form. It's quick. I can learn something. I can engage with my favorite brands. I can laugh. I can be entertained. And so um, it works so incredibly well because of the algorithm. The algorithm gets to know the content that you're engaging with, that you spend a little extra time on, and they're creating this custom feed just for me that makes it sticky, right? Makes me stay on longer. I got to keep scrolling and there's dangers in that too. Like you set some limits, Um, but I keep staying on the app. Now, what's great from a retailer's perspective is I'm talking about free reach, If you are consistently showing up, doing your TikToks, your short form video content here, you're engaging, you're being you, you're showcasing your items, you're in your store. And the more that you're creating that content, the more TikTok is going to start finding people for you that love you, that love your items, that love your style in your store. And they're going to keep seeing your stuff. They don't go out and seek you. You're automatically going to be coming into their feed. And those people don't even have to be following you. It's the algorithm. It's this free reach. And so because we work with small businesses, they don't have big box budgets. So when we're trying to get in front of new people, this is a really fabulous way. And we're seeing that with Instagram reels too. The challenge with Instagram reels right now is there is a much higher saturation in the past six months because people saw it's working so well. So more and more brands are using reels and Instagram is rewarding people for using reels. Um, even paying people, I got paid to do some reels just because they're like, we want people to use reels. And, uh, now there's a lot more competition. So we're seeing kind of across the board, us, our retailers, a drop in views, They're also always tweaking the algorithm, you know, trying to make it the best it can be. So it's our hopes that we'll start seeing some of that increase. It's also holidays, of course, as we're recording this. So you see a lot more people posting. There's more competition. Your views tend to be a little bit lower anyways. Um, But I don't want you to write off Instagram reels. We're still seeing that be a really strong place for retailers to sell products and to connect. And then TikTok is a powerhouse too. So that's why I say short form video content for 2023. Absolutely. And I, just to be clear, I, I totally agree with you. I'm going to ask a question that's going to sound almost like I'm pushing back, but know that I'm not. Because when someone tells me that they're active on social, typically that translates to, I post every day, I post twice a day, I post three times a day, whatever. And when someone tells me that I don't look at their followers anymore. I don't look at posts anymore. I don't even look at likes anymore. I click straight on the video and that's purely what I'm judging their activity by because short form content is king right now uh across the board it is unreal what it can do what i am seeing 
and you you talked about it is it's it has gotten harder like a year ago you could put out this like hi this is a shirt and like that's gonna <laughs> all of a sudden get fifteen thousand views and now it's gonna get 30 and not go anywhere and i am talking to people who are like okay i'm gonna do it. i'm gonna take crystal's advice i'm gonna show up i'm gonna do a reel they'll do five reels none of them gain traction None of them get to the two, three, four, five, six thousand views that they had hoped. What do you typically see as like the mistake that people are making when they start to get into this that's preventing that from taking off? Mm. Well, um, this might be a little bit of a different answer, but I think the the biggest mistake is that they stop after the fifth reel when they haven't seen the the virality in it. They haven't seen that engagement mm. in those views. Um, it is all about consistency. And at the end of the day, if I had a perfect recipe for you to go viral with every single reel, then we would be living in such a different world. I can't even imagine. We, we all do this. We all do this. We put out content and we're like, oh man, that was so good. I did this recently. I posted a video from my, my podcast and I'm like, this is so good. This is one of my favorite clips. Oh my gosh. I can't wait to see like, this is totally good. Algorithm do your thing. And I got like a couple hundred views and I was like, are you serious? Then I post another one, not really thinking much of it. And we're close to 2000 and it was quick. And so it's like there, you have to understand that with these apps, Sometimes it's really hard to know what's going to get the thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of views and engagement and what's not. So that's where it's important that we are con constantly posting, that we are consistent. Like the name of the game, if you want to win in social media is consistency. There will absolutely be posts that don't really get a lot. And one thing I would do is if you know, like, man, I add a lot of value in this. I know this is good. Maybe it was just posted during a wrong part of the day or during a time where there's a lot going on in the media or the news don't rule it out. Use it again. It's okay to post something again in a couple of weeks. If it's still relevant, you still have the item. Um, but you really have to just keep showing up. And one tip I would give is if you're posting the same type of content, like in the same part of your store and you're saying the same kind of thing. And, um, and especially if it's kind of a longer video, like, over 60 seconds is kind of considered long now, which I know feels crazy. Um, but you need to mix it up. Try something new. Be in a different part of the store. Post at a different time of day. Say something completely different. Share something that's personal or more human versus just about items and products. Start measuring when we're doing more of those things with variety to really see what's connecting with our audience and then do more of that. And then just at the end of the day, I want it to be easy for our retailers because if it's not, they're not going to do it. Um, and honestly, we talk about this a lot, me and Pauline, if it was easy, everybody would do it. So we want it to be simple for the retailer to get it done. And so at the end of the day, I want you to just make sure that you are showing up consistently. You don't have to put like way too much thought. You don't have to do this all these transitions and these edits and get the perfect song and the perfect, you know, filter and all of those mm -hmm. things. Like you can start really simply. And, um, I actually have a, a tip on that, that I can share with your audience that is called the daily five. So very quick, the daily five is you first, you want to set some sort of cue. 
So if let's say for me, like it's 10 AM, I have a consistent alarm 10 AM. Okay. It's time to do the daily five. The goal of this is to spend five minutes or less posting to social media. So making it easy, right? So more people do it. So the first is you just got to stop what you're doing. Think about your favorite customer, have that person in your mind. For me, Michelle Smith, one of our shared customers with Piccolo Mundo. Oh yeah, Michelle. Hello. I can't see the group, but hello. Um, Just our podcast listeners, just so you know, I'm streaming this into our Facebook group. Uh, And so that's what I'm referencing, but hello, Michelle. Yay. I'm so glad you're here, Michelle. So you are my favorite customer. So Michelle works with us in all the ways that we have at Crystal Media. She listens to my podcast. She's been on my show. She was one of my favorite interviews. I feel like if Michelle and I live close, we would be hanging out. We're into a lot of the same things. It's just like, she's my favorite customer. So when I sit down to create content daily five, who's your favorite customer next, just be you. Don't be like, oh, I got to fix this. I got to change that. Like, just, I want you to put blinders on. This is your race. Just be you, be your authentic self. So if you say yellow, then say yellow when you start the video. If you say, holy guacamole, say, holy guacamole, like just be you. Those are things that I do, obviously. Um, Then three, we want to share. So this is where people get hung up. It's like, what am I going to say? What am I going to post? So I want you to think of the acronym share. S is a story. Can you think of a story that's something that just happened in 24 hours? Is Did something funny happen in store? Did your team member say something? Did a customer come in? Did you talk to a rep? Did you watch a show? Did something happen funny with your spouse? Like tell a story and it doesn't have to be all five of these. These are just to help be like jump starters of what I'm going to say in my social media posts. So can you tell a story? Can you be human and just post a picture Couple days ago, I was in a coffee shop, took a selfie. I shared with people, I'm mixing up my environment today and what that does for me. And it was just a quick, easy post. So post to human. A is arrivals. What's new? What are you excited about? Um, we or also things that it's kind of product focused. So if you only have one left, something that's you know, like FOMO, fear of missing out, tell people, okay, we only have two. Make sure that they know about these products. Um, or R is recognition. So this could either be, have you been nominated for an award? Are you excited about something that's going on with your store that you're really proud of? Or can you recognize and honor somebody, another local business, the coffee shop down the street, they've got something cool that's going on. You want to share for them. You want to do a shout out for them. So that's R. And then finally E is events. So if you've got something coming up, we want to remind people this could be events and promotions, making sure that you're sharing. So just go through the share. Maybe you have that in your phone on the alarm that goes off at 10. So you're like, okay, think of my perfect customer. Got it. Going to be my authentic self. Okay. Here's S H A R E. Which one am I going to do today? A share human, um, my arrivals recognition or events. And then next you've got to just jump right in record. Don't be like, Hey guys, it's Tuesday and I'm just, you know, want to do a quick post here. People are off. They're scrolling. They're done. So I want you to just be prepared, get to what the thing is that you're going to share, whether that's a video or a post. And then the final piece of this, of your daily five is another acronym, which is hope help one person every day. I think that if we think about hope, How can I, this person, Michelle, that I'm talking to on the other side of my phone, how can I help Michelle today? Then I'm going to be a little more vulnerable. I might 
teach or give advice and share something that's a little deeper. Or I can do my content piece and real quick, I can scroll and find a few of my customers and leave a, you know, a little comment on there for them of words of encouragement or like you look fabulous or love seeing you, or I can share another local businesses post for them to help them and their reach. So when we are in that mindset, I feel like it's more meaningful and more fun to be on social and to connect. So that's your daily five. If you've got those things, you know, written down somewhere until it becomes habit where you've got your cue, you do the daily five. That's a way to make sure that you're getting it, getting it done and making it simple. Yes. I love that. Yeah. Showing up consistently is hard. And I mean, I think you and I probably have both been guilty of we sit down and we're like, I'm going to do a post and then what should I write about? And having those really simple tools. And I don't even think it matters sometimes what tools you use. If Crystal's framework serves you, implement it, do it, but having some sort of framework to come back to. And if you don't have one, I'd start with what Crystal just shared, um, because that's a great starting place. And the cool thing is like over time, you can evolve it to things that work for you. And and a lot of what I'm seeing in this space is like sometimes like a lack of curiosity of like we, Mm. yes, we show up, but are we questioning, okay, if this blew up, why did it blow up? Did, was, was, you know, you talk about like introducing yourself in the beginning and like, was my hook, was the thing that made people want to watch the whole thing? Was that strong? If it was, okay, how could I do a similar hook next time? How could I start a video in a very similar way? Was it the audio? Well, oh, great. Well, let's let's do an exact same audio for another reel. Um, maybe you did something really simple where you were like, hey, five things I wish everyone knew about fashion. You don't have to be thin and you're pointing at stuff on the screen. All those kind of things. Being so just curious, not expecting results out of any one piece of content, but instead just like see it, just disconnect from it. And like if it works, if it doesn't, data is what it is. And all it does is tell me what I can do more or less of in the future and get better and better. And I think using frameworks like what you just shared is an easy way to like, when I say crank out content, don't hear like 10 reels a day, but it allows you to like show up consistently. So I love, love that piece. And and Josh, I'm sorry to totally cut you off, but I just want to say one thing about curiosity, because that is one of my most favorite words. And I feel like I'm a very curious person and I feel like it can help us solve problems in new ways and just think of things differently. And if you're absolutely right, if you think about your social media from a curious mind, I think it helps make it more interesting and fun than, oh, social media. I have to do it. I have to look at the numbers. I have to analyze this. It's the last thing I want to do. Like going back to, we're not getting it done. It's not a priority either because of time or fear. When we have a framework that helps save the time wasted. And when we have a curious mind that helps us get, ask better questions to find better answers. So then we're creating better content, which will also help save us time because we're creating content that's actually creating meaningful results. So I just, I love that you talk about curiosity. Yeah. It really is my, maybe my favorite trait of Mm. a team member, favorite trait of a um, client that comes on board. And one thing you said that I really liked and it really ties in honestly, like to our core framework is that like thinking of that one person on the other side of the screen, and it's easy to think about social media as social media. And we focus so much on the medium. And I love like, when you think about someone, 
Like you're posting it not because Instagram wants you to, you're posting it because there is someone on the other end of that screen that you get an opportunity to serve. And if we can bring it back, I think a lot of us are like so addicted to helping people in person. We love when someone walks in our store and we can ask them questions and help curate the things. But if we can start to see other channels as a way that we serve them, sometimes we serve them by inspiring them. Sometimes we serve them by giving them a laugh for the day. And sometimes we serve them by the products that we sell. And I think all of it ends up there, but it's, it's cool. I love the thinking about that one person, you logging in and thinking about Michelle. And, you know, you've heard me talk. I talk so much about like your one perfect customer. Think about that person. What do they need that day? And that could be a laugh. That could be something product related. So I Words love of encouragement, that. you know, just the mm-hmm. being the human aspect, I think, Um, there's so much opportunity in just being you and being real and being vulnerable. That's something I've learned a ton about this year. I've just been more vulnerable in certain situations like business situations and with my content. And that is the content that I get the most people DMing me, commenting, talking to me when I see them in person about sending private emails. It's that that vulnerable, open, real, honest stuff. And I think that when we think about our social media from the store perspective, it's got to be all about the store. It's got to be products I got to sell. But what, what, who do people buy from? You know, the good old, old age, like people buy from people they know, like, and trust. Well, how do we get to know you? It's by you just being you. And we have an amazing medium that allows us to show who we are in wherever we are in our business, in our homes to allow us to really connect on such a deeper level. So Mm. it's again, another mindset shift of that we get to experience these relationships through these devices versus I have to post about my store today. It just, it becomes way more meaningful. And then all of a sudden, when I connect with a retailer, because she's been open, she's shared what's going on with her mom. And you're like checking in on her, like, how is your mom doing you? Then you're going to the store and you're connecting so much deeper. And then of course I'm buying stuff and I just trust you, whatever you want me to buy, I'm going to buy it. (laughs) Be a good salesperson at that point. And you're just going to be upselling. And I just, I trust you. I'm going to say yes. (laughs) I love that so much. So I I do want to ask, because a theme this year that I've seen is I just think the last few years have been really hard, um, especially in the retail community, but really, I mean, at large, I think all of us, uh, you know, team members are leaving because everyone's like, what do I really want with my life? And right. um, all this stuff's just made retail a lot more difficult. And I think that there are, a lot of people that just kind of feel like they're doing all the things and they're exhausted. When you talk to those people, like what, what does that conversation look like? Like, how are you encouraging them now? So, and I, I just, man, it's tough. I know it's really tough and there's, there's several different situations like you just outlined. Um, I think one of the hardest is not having the support, like not having the team, Mm and finding good help. I recently sent out an email to, um, some of our top clients and just asking that question, like if you could, you know, have be, have a magic genie grant you one wish, what is that? And everybody said good help that stays, Mm -hmm. (laughs) that stays longer than three months. Right. 
Um, and so that's where that exhaustion comes in. And I mean, what I'm saying, because the thing with, when it comes to social media, if you can do your daily five, that's why we created it. So it's so simple just to make sure you're showing up. It doesn't have to be this elaborate post, right? Like show up, be top of mind, connect, but make it simple because if you don't have a team to support you, it is harder to do more with social, to be posting several times a day, to create more of the edited reels, to set up your ad campaigns. Those are things that can take you next level with social and grow your business. But if you're exhausted, you don't have good team members that can help support you. You're just trying to keep your head above water. Then at the, at the very minimum, just doing things that are simple to connect with your audience through social, like the daily five is where I would start. If you do have somebody on your team that can support you with some of these activities, I really do recommend that because um, you know, ha if you've got like one, two people who are on your team, maybe they're salespeople, they work the floor, but they've got a few hours. They don't even need a few hours, an hour a day, let's say to go around and, and they know what trends are hot right now on, in, on Instagram or TikTok. So they use those trends. They create some products to show those. And then they're posting, they're doing the editing, they're posting, they're commenting that just really takes off that pressure of the store owner. So they can focus in other areas. So, um, whether that is team, or if you're having somebody else support you, a third party, things like that, find some help on that same token, I think it's so incredibly important to have your own support system that you can talk to that isn't team, right? That's about like the entrepreneurial stuff, the hard stuff. You and I reach out to each other and talk about some of those hard things that we're going through and to get advice from a peer, to hear that you're not alone. Um, and just to cry together, laugh together, like what I say, like this sucks together, but we're, we're here together and we're going to get through it. Um, there's a lot of relief in that. And the other thing I'll say is, I know this is a hard one, at least for me, um, is resting, like actually taking a break. And, um, there, I struggle with this. I'm sure some of your listeners do of the chronic guilt that you can have as an entrepreneur of, if I'm going to sit here and just check out and binge a Netflix show for four hours over the weekend. And, you know, that's what I need to do right now. I just need that rest for me, my mind, the break, right? I don't want, I'm not on email. I'm not on social. I'm not talking to anybody. Let me just do my thing. I will sit there and it's like, oh, but I really could use this time to get ahead on my to-do list. I'm going to be going into the week with so many things to do. And it's just this guilt that I am not working. And so I just think that a lot of entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs experience that. And so it's, you almost have to train yourself to have the break, schedule in the break, mm -hmm. even if it's 30 minutes of downtime to just stare out the window, it can really recharge you, but you do kind of have to figure out what is that thing that recharges you. And then you actually have to do it and find a way to not have yourself feel guilty about it. So you can fully have that rest and take that, that, that break. My gosh. I love that on it. This might be harsh, and I apologize to listeners if this sounds harsh, but I do think that there starts to be a cycle. Like when we talk team, an unhealthy leader, an unhealthy owner will never lead a healthy team, and a healthy team will not stick around. 
And when we are not doing things to become healthy leaders, we're always going to have a team issue. And until we take care of growing ourselves, no matter who we hire, and honestly, if you stay unhealthy and you got your dream employee, they would be around a week. They're going to mm. quit. They, like that, that my mythical unicorn, if they joined your team and you're not healthy, they wouldn't want to work with you. And I know that sounds harsh, but when we talk about rest and we talk about growing and just to be clear, like we're trying to live this as well. I'm in mastermind. I just had one of the hardest conversations with a coach that I think I've ever had in my life today. Um, and Crystal, I know that you are doing the same and I'm working like this has been the first year that I'm letting myself rest. And so that that's, and you didn't ask me for this, but I do want to bring this up. So I, I do believe like the healthy to grow in health. I do think one rest is maybe the most important thing. Um, above all else, if you are not building room to rest, nothing else is really going to matter. Cause even like growing yourself and doing all those things, if your muscle doesn't have time to recover after a workout, your muscle doesn't grow. So you need to learn to pull away. And honestly, like if that means shutting your store down for a day so you can do it, do it. Because you it will eventually like, it's kind of that thing of, if you've ever heard the phrase of um, like, you need to invest in your health now or invest in your, or spend the cost of your illness later. It's the same thing. Like you either can invest in your rest right now or you can deal with your store closing when you can't run it anymore. And so I'm saying that really harshly. So rest is one, but I also the way that we invest in ourselves and I am a huge, huge, huge firm believer that like events, that going to things in person, the community aspect, the coaching aspect, the content, the like camaraderie, just all of that. I know that's community said twice, but it's like there's the party side and then there is the <laughs> like, oh my gosh, someone gets it. Like they, they're in the, my, my shoes also. And you have your event coming up, which I'm so excited about. And so I would love to hear like what, I guess what, what is Evolve? What's your, what's your hope for it? What are retailers like going to really leave with or experience when they're there? So we are so excited for Evolve. Uh, we have done this online this year um, and it was just so much fun. Our industry, social media changes so often. And so you need to evolve your strategy. You need to stay up to date. If you don't, you don't exist. You're not relevant. And so that is the purpose of Evolve. And, you know, I've always wanted to have an in-person conference. I speak on a lot of stages all over the world. And I just love connecting with people um, and being in a room together. And to your point of like events, I, I invest in a lot of events myself mm -hmm. and I wanted to create that experience for retailers. And so we're doing it in Denver, Colorado in April 26th and 27th. And, um, this event is all about evolving your marketing, your business and your life. Cause a lot of these things are all connected as entrepreneurs. Um, and so we've got 
of course we have social media topics on, um, being brilliant at the basics and making sure that foundational things are in place because sometimes we skip right over those things. So we want a strong superstructure that we can build upon. We'll also talk about advanced strategies. We'll talk about things that are working today. We're going to give a lot of content ideas to help attendees feel super inspired and engaged for their social media. So they can walk back and start doing those things immediately. Um, we also have a couple of keynote speakers. One is Mark Schaefer. He is big in the social media industry, several best-selling books, works with small businesses, and he's going to talk all about the importance of being human in your business, which I am very excited for that talk. It's so relevant for our retailers because they are not big boxes and that's a massive advantage. They have their people. They can connect, they can grow those relationships. So Mark's going to talk about the importance of that and how to go really deep with it with your customers. Victoria Labom is a amazing motivational speaker. Talk about energy. Like, I mean, people who attend this conference, I feel like are we're going to light them on fire. <laughs> They're going to feel so much energy from the content and the speakers and just what we're going to bring to this room. Victoria is going to talk about how to, how to risk forward, take risks on yourself, how to put yourself out there and invest in yourself, how to show up on video. So you feel more comfortable. We talked about short form video content. I want you to feel comfortable when you're putting yourself out there, Victoria, as well as myself and my team are going to help you do that at evolve. Um, and so we also have a leadership topic that we'll be talking about, um, and additional content, amazing sponsors. And then to your point of like community, I went to an event six years ago, met a few women in the room. We decided, Hey, let's stay connected every quarter for the past six years. We've got on zoom for four hours. We mastermind each other's businesses. We have a Facebook group where we're always helping support each other six years later from an event that we went to, we're meeting on Friday and I can't wait. So you're going to be in the room with other retailers like you. And if you're going, like I know Michelle Smith is going, um, if you're going, you need to, I want you to connect with new people. And I want you to exchange information and maybe create your own mastermind together too, where you can hold each other accountable for all the things that you're going to be learning at Evolve. So we're stoked to go. I love that. And if people want to register, where do they go? They go to crystalmediaco.com slash Evolve. Our early bird pricing ends December 15th. So depending on when you're listening to this, if it's a little bit later, that's all right. Go check it out. Uh, seats are limited. So this is a very intimate event. Only 200 retailers will be in the room. We're already almost halfway sold out. The event is in April. So I really recommend if this is something you want to do, do it now. So you take advantage of super early bird. Awesome. Well, I would highly recommend it. Um, Crystal, thank you for being here. Honestly, you dropped so much value, so much amazing stuff. If you listen and you found this um, valuable, you should definitely go find Crystal on Instagram. We'll put her in the show notes so you can find her. Um, and we'll put the link to Evolve there as well. And definitely make sure that you have all the resources. But Crystal, as always, it's so good talking with you. And I'm grateful for you. So thanks for joining. Oh, and I'm grateful for you too, Josh. You take such great care of our retailers and I always love talking to you and our friendship and your content on Instagram. And so I just really thank you so much for everything you do and for having me today. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining. Hey, before you go, I, I hope this episode was valuable for you, but if you're wanting more, 
If you're interested in finally gaining traction online and getting off of the hamster wheel of feeling so busy but not getting the results that you're after, we put together a free training uh, where we dive into the exact system that we have used uh, to create scalable, rapid growth in the e-commerce sites for brick-and-mortar retailers. Uh, you can get this training at streamlineretail.com slash podcast. Again, that's streamlineretail.com slash podcast. Check it out. Let me know what you think. Can't wait to see you in our next episode. Thanks for tuning in.